0: Namaste. Welcome back to our podcasts. I would like to post a few podcasts on Indian tradition. They're not very serious. Some light topic. All of us are now confined to our houses. Not very comfortable for many people, staying in small apartments with other people. We have a lot of time, but Even then, a lot of people are not trained to be in the houses to confinement. Generally, the whole training is geared towards movement and going out and then relating to everyone. Now this is a peculiar situation where we are confined. Uh, So, people, the nature is forcing everyone to learn some new habit. Of staying quiet not making big goals or plans because all the time people want to do things now they have to stay they have to be they have to learn to be so that that's a big challenge if we learn from this it's wonderful because we make use of this situation convert it into an opportunity Otherwise, uh, still we have to continue the same way. We have to be in our houses confined, but we can just pass the time cursing or suffering. So, I think the better option will be to smile and make use of this situation. So, I would like to share a few uh, simple things. The ancient Indian tradition... And uh, it has a lot of connection to this present situation, the coronavirus and all the precautions which we are taking. It has a, a beautiful uh, link to it and if i when I explain, then you will understand what i'm talking. One thing I would like to mention before uh, doing this podcast is one i don 't prepare for my podcasts; I just take my mobile phone and I am just recording it. And if I feel comfortable and then I post it, otherwise just delete it. I don't write notes or I'm not having any exact plan what I will talk. The only the topic came to my mind, that uh, Indian tradition. It's there actually for the last few days it was going on in my mind and many times I was smiling whenever I was thinking of this. Then I thought I I will share. Okay, first I would like to tell uh, how I grew up. So, I will be a little uh, biographical, but it will give a lot of uh, interesting uh, things into it. So, as I grew up, so I grew up in a small town in India, it's on the east coast of India, it's called Andhra Pradesh. And uh, I was born in a traditional family, middle class. Maybe even I can call it as a lower middle class, because my father was a school teacher, my mother was a housewife. And we were four children. My eldest sister, 10 years older to me, and then two brothers, and I was the last. And the income was very less uh, for my father, who was being a school teacher, because school teachers are paid the minimum. Teachers are paid the minimum, and in that, uh, the government school teachers are paid the minimum in those days. Now things would have changed, I don't know. But definitely, uh, when people Very unfortunate, but when people don't, uh, very few people get into the teaching profession. My father could have gone into administration, but somehow his father encouraged him to get into the teaching profession, for which my mother always used to joke. uh, Because there is no income in this, whereas in administration and all, they will have uh, a lot of direct income and indirect income. Uh, which is not uh, not good, but uh, that is how it is. The world goes like that. But in teaching, there is nothing. But my father enjoyed, he never complained, whole life. And so we were uh, lower middle class. My mother used to take care of all our children. And my father, my father was also a bit of an angry person. So she has to hand, handle him, his anger. And all the uh, problems of the children. The interesting thing which I used to find as I grew up. So she used to wake up much before us. She used to wake up at 5 o'clock in the morning or maybe even, even before 4.35. She used to be there up already by that time. And first thing she used to do was to clean herself up. She will brush her teeth as soon as. This is the first thing in the Indian system. As soon as we get up. We have to brush our teeth and uh, clean our tongue, tongue cleaning, which is like a common thing. It's like uh, no <clears throat> uh, no questions asked about it. And then uh, we try to clear our bowels. So drinking water was considered very important in the morning. And then... Just move around a bit. So, my mother, my mother, before the bubble movement or taking a shower, she used to clean in front of the house. She used to sweep in front of the house. These are all serial houses. All our houses are like connected to each other, one house connected to the next house, connected to the next house. So so she used to clean in front of the house and sprinkle water mixed with cow dung. Cow dung is cow shit. So we call it cow dung. (laughs) This is interesting thing. You may be wondering what is it. But actually the first thing after brushing her teeth, washing her face, uh, drink water and then she used to go out and mix some cow dung into the water and sprinkle it in front of the house after sweeping. So this was like considered very good by us. So we used to even ask and it was, we were told that uh, this the cow urine cow, cow urine and cow dung are very purifying they are disinfectants so now one of the best organic pesticides organic fertilizer is cow urine plus cow dung so she used to sprinkle that and then put some uh, what in our language we used to call it muggu or kolam which is like a mandala mandala it's not mandala it's actually mandalas so in front of the house, with a rice flour, she used to put, on this cow dung, she used to put some some designs with the rice flour. So this is, it starts the day, day for the housewife star, used to start like this. So what is it? The cow dung in front of the house, once, after a half an hour or one hour, it will become dry completely. And it is one of the best disinfectants. That's how we grew up. Even I did it many times. I used to even go and collect cow dung. Because the cows pass on the street and then just they put uh, the dung everywhere. The shit is everywhere. No problem. We will go and collect it. We will go and collect in a thing. And we also used to make cow dung cakes. They are called cow dung cakes. Very surprising. Maybe they are not for eating. But they are meant for, uh, for used for cooking. So we what we used to do is we make like a thick uh, paste of this uh, the cow dung used to be we used to dry them on near uh, places where we don 't use we used to make them, and they will dry they will take a few days they will dry, and we were using them to uh, to cook Cook means like firewood in place of firewood. the cow dung cakes are used they are considered also very good. And when you, for example, boil milk or something on this, it gives a different flavor and different. it is actually extremely tasty. The food is extremely tasty when cooked on these cow dung cakes. So we, we grew up like that. So the interesting thing, the first thing is the cow dung being a disinfectant, we used to sprinkle in front of the house so that the infections don't enter into the house when they are coming from outside. Then putting of this, uh, this mandalas, uh, with the rice flour. He is for attracting any other insects like ants and other things. Will eat the rice flour and they don't come inside. So this is how it used to start. So one is of course beautiful designs. And other thing is also that it will attract any other insects. Which otherwise would have gone into the house. And of course also there is another concept of karma. That you are giving some food to the ins- to the. the living beings which are very low that is like ants and all take care of them. This is a secondary thing but mainly it's like more a point of hygiene. Then my mother used to take a shower and then she used to wear clothes uh, which are hanging on a separate line. So she washed those things the previous evening and they are they get dried on a separate line. When I say separate line, we nobody can touch them if we touch them then they will not be used they will wash them again so the cloths are on a separate line so my mother is to take those cloths and she will wear them and then she will start cooking and when she is cooking none of us are allowed to go and touch her she is to cook and when she is cooking she will make something and will keep at a distance and we can go and collect and drink or eat of course, we are also not allowed to eat anything unless we take a shower. Without taking a shower, we were never given anything. And my father, he, he had a bad habit, like, you know, he cannot go to the bathroom without taking a cup of coffee. So, he was an exception. He is the head of the family. So, he gets a cup of coffee before taking a shower. But that is considered like being the father, he is given that extra concession. We were never given coffee also in the initial days. Of course, Indian coffee is not the real coffee because they mix, mix up with some milk and some sugar and all that. It's some other thing. It's like actually like a dessert. In my opinion, now I cannot drink the Indian coffee because now I think of the coffee, then it's like a dessert. Uh, so he, he has to take that coffee and then he will he will take the shower. We all were not given that. So again, as small children... Even small children, like even a 3-year-old, a 2-year-old, cannot go and touch my mother. Strictly we are prohibited to touch my mother when she is cooking. In case, sometimes it used to happen, by mistake someone will go and touch. You won't believe what will happen. She will go, change the dress, take a shower again and wear another set of cloths which are there on the line. It is separate line it will be there. It generally used to be on a very higher uh, this thing. They used to use a stick to take out the cloths from there because they are, in, uh, they are on very high because you cannot take them out otherwise because you should not touch them. Now when I am thinking of this virus and all like no don't touch social distancing. Uh, we were not against touching people but when she's cooking it is considered that you need to maintain that that purity and protection from any infections and when she's cooking she never ever used to taste the food never taste and we are all getting even I can cook food and I can cook without tasting I don't need to taste food to cook so she used to cook uh, without tasting and it always used to be good. Of course, sometimes she used to forget putting salt or something. Then someone will mention it and then they will add salt to it. But rarely it used to be uh, like not bad, uh, not uh, not a, uh, this thing, any problem. It used to be good. And maybe one in thousand times or one in ten thousand times she will taste. But when she tastes it... She takes it with a separate spoon and will taste and the spoon is like kept away completely. It will be washed. So, which is a rare thing, rare phenomenon. And also, uh, the cooking, after cooking all the entire food was cooked, it used to be offered to God. So, she used to offer it uh, to God at the altar of the God. Every house has a place where people will do their worship, their prayers And where there will be a lot of gods and goddesses and everything. Because we in our uh, worship altars, we will have too many gods and goddesses. The reason is, each one likes a different one. I like Ganesha, my brother may like uh, Vishnu, someone may like Shiva, and then Durga, Kali, anything. Today I may like Ganesha because we have also days separate days are meant for separate gods so monday is for shiva tuesday is for hanuman wednesday is for ganesha thursday is for the teacher the guru then friday is for durga saturday is for vishnu sunday is for sun so we have we have different uh, different days for different gods and goddesses and what type of color you will prefer to wear on that day we have Monday is uh, uh, white or blue. Tuesday is red because it's the day of the Mars, Wednesday is uh, green, Thursday is yellow, Friday is red, and Saturday is black, and uh, Sunday is uh, the color of the sun like bright yellow or some other bright color so we have we have all these things like no different interesting things, and they connected them to religion uh, they as if it 's a religious thing it 's not really religious it 's all connected to. Also the colour and then the celebration and hygiene was very important. And then, so that's how the cooking used to take place. Once the cooking is complete, she used to keep them on a on a separate table or somewhere. And never used to be touched. This is first thing. Second, when we finish our shower and other things, when we have to get a breakfast... It used to be generally a brunch type of a thing. We used to take early breakfast or lunch and then we will, we will go away to the schools. And then it's a different, different schedule because India is a hot country, we have a different schedule. But the thing is, once we come back from our school or somewhere, we were never allowed into the house without washing our feet and hands. We have to wash our hands, wash our feet, then enter the house and then we have to change our dress. We have to leave the school dress there and we are given a towel. We will be there, there nobody will give because it's all understood. Is we have been trained like that. There will be a towel there. We will use the towel, leave our school dress there outside, wear the towel. And then we will go into the house and wear a different dress which is meant to be used in the house. And see the the whole thing, now what we are doing, this, uh, this corona thing, I was wondering, like washing the hands and all. For us, it was always the case. We have to wash the hands. And when, of course, we also eat food with our hands. And uh, we use the right hand to eat with our hand, not because left hand is used for something else, right? Of course, that's one of the reasons. But the main reason is the right side is the, energetically, the pingala nadi is there on the right side. And also the sun, it represents sun, so it energizes the food, you touch the food, it it enhances the experience of eating. It's a biological energy. Instead of putting a finger instead of putting a spoon in the mouth, a steel spoon, you put your finger, what is wrong in it? So we used to of course eat with our hands, but after washing. And then we used to eat food by sitting on the floor. And the food will be served in a plate. We cannot serve our food. My mom used to serve us food. Rarest of the rare situations, we will serve our food. Otherwise, she will serve us the food. And then, again, the same thing uh, explains about the hygiene. And we cannot put any spoon in the food. So, And we cannot uh, like taste something and share it to someone. It's called uh, juta engili. Is like, I cannot eat something, take a bite and give it to someone. No, it's considered uh, unhygienic. It's considered uh, against the kosher. So this is all considered as kosher. Why I am telling all this? uh, There are many other interesting points. I will first tell them and then I will explain. So we eat our food in our plate and then we, we finish the food, wash our hands and then we will move on. The thing there is that if you carefully see the whole thing now it's about about hygiene and about uh, about taking care of one's health but they were not explaining it so explicitly because probably they didn't have all those uh, what you call the vocabulary to explain Uh, that this is good. They always used to say it is good. Uh, It's not good to eat if somebody has taken a bite because it's the exchange of the saliva. And now we know that many of the things exchange by the, through the saliva. And we are not supposed to touch the, the the spoons and everything while serving the food because though we clean our hands still, uh, we haven't again taken a shower when we came from outside. So, That's why mom will serve the food who is in the house and she takes care of this particular hygiene aspect. And one more interesting thing, we always have a rule for us that when we go to the bathroom, when we come out, we have to wash our hands and feet. We have to wash our hands and feet. So even if the bathroom is clean, we have to wash our hands and feet. Of course, bathrooms were not so clean, I agree. Cleanliness was an individual thing. Somehow, social uh, cleanliness was less in India, even now that is the case. That is also to do with the poverty and other things. But uh, to in order to ward off that... So we used to, we have to like ward off because they're not able to maintain in general roads are not so clean and uh, there used to be open drainages and all that. To avoid that, uh, probably they introduced all these things, washing the hands, washing our feet, changing our dress, wearing uh, washed dress every day, taking a shower in the morning, taking a shower in the evening. All this was part of, for us, taking a shower in the morning is more important than taking a shower in the evening it's both are uh, all right like but it was the case of course we used to take more than twice shower because it's a hot country and you have to you will sweat a lot and you have to take more showers but this washing hands and washing feet and not touching uh, this was all part of the uh, culture so but still we love people we love our uh, family members um, but uh, there was this social distancing and Uh, If you see, uh, there are various things, lot of practices were there, but probably they were not explained very well. Because they were not explained very well, people started thinking them, thinking that they are all superstitions or they are all called as, uh, what you call being too fastidious. People used to laugh at us. When I went into the engineering, it became a fashion by that time to mock at all these practices. People used to joke at us, especially people who used to come from the cities. Uh, They used to joke at us that we will wash our feet when we are coming from a bathroom. Uh, and it is considered as uh, regressive. Or whenever we used to wash hands, it is considered regressive. And whenever we used to meet people, we used to say namaste. But then shaking hands was uh, considered as more cool. So we were we were made to shake hands, like you know, in engineering when we, we we have to follow this in order to be in the in the group in the tribe. We have to follow all these uh, these new things which are considered as more advanced or more progressive and we were considered as more regressive. Somehow we were also made to believe that this is all uh, old time things this is all called uh, in our language they used to call chadastam it's all fastidious, this is all uh, non-scientific unscientific. They used to say that oh there is no evidence uh, for all these things and whenever we used to talk about the goodness of them, they used to laugh at us and about especially the sprinkling of cow dung in front of the house or you know, washing hands and feet. People used to laugh at us and people used to laugh at uh, these uh, um, small towns or villages when the mothers are cooking uh, after taking a shower and wearing this uh, uh, special dress. They used to laugh at the whole thing. But now I am seeing... Uh, how the whole thing is coming back about social distancing and washing our hands and feet and everything. So this is uh, one uh, interesting aspect. And one more thing which my mother used to do while cooking was she used to sing songs which are very devotional, devotional songs with lot of emotion behind them. So while she is cooking and moving around, cutting vegetables or something, she used to So, hum or sing some nice, uh, beautiful songs, which are more devotional in nature. I never had her singing a movie song in my life. Uh, Of course, we used to see movies sometimes. We used to go to theaters to see movies. There were there was no TV at that time. Our only entertainment used to be the radio. We used to play um, the film songs in the radio and all, and movies also. My mom also used to come with us to the movies, but. I never heard her singing those things while she's cooking. She's cooking, she used to sing some nice devotional songs. I remember them even now. Because just by listening to them so many times, I learned them. I never felt bad. I used to feel good. I used to feel good by listening to those uh, songs. And then the same thing used to happen. Even my father used to come in the afternoon to have his lunch from his school. So he used to come back on a on a cycle and then first thing he will wash his hands and feet then change the dress leave them in the sun. He used to leave them I still remember he used to leave them in the sun even I remember asking him once that why are you leaving them in the sun they will be hot when you wear he used to say no it's good to keep them because we are you know, in the school so many children and everything it's good to keep them in the sun. Uh, and then doesn 't matter. he used to say, "Oh, it will be hot, but just for a few minutes once you wear after five minutes, it will be all right so and then he will wear a particular wrap around in the house, and then he will uh, he will eat, take a small nap, ten minutes or fifteen minutes, a power nap, and then he used to get up and again go out, wear that same dress, and then he used to go to the school So again, if you see this is a hygiene thing. hygiene was given importance, and they encouraged these things. We grew up like that for many years. But then once we became more city dwellers, big cities and this modern education, this was all considered as stupid and uh, imitating the West was considered as very intelligent and considered as a progressive step. And that's how we also stopped actually washing our hands and feet, eating with the spoons, shaking the hands. All this came into, uh, became a habit. But at the back of the head we were aware of these things so so this is the first part so i i will share many more interesting things because in indian system we have a lot of uh, we called as samskaras uh, samskaras have different meanings this is a cleansing processes we have 16 cleansing processes from the di- uh, time of conception uh, when the mother is uh, conceiving from that time Till we uh, die, we have a lot of uh, rituals in the whole tradition and the rituals were not very well explained because of which people thought they were like unscientific. Uh, people have this, uh, some sort of crazy ideas. They talk about unscientific thing. Because in the in the school, in the Sampurna Yoga school, when I was introducing the silence, a lot of people didn't like my introduction of silence into the uh, teacher training. I wanted, uh, because I knew the importance and value of teacher these tra- this observing silence into the teacher training. So I introduced for one day, a lot of people objected to it. Um, but students loved it. More than 90%, 95% they used to like it. But some people, you know, that 5% people, some people, they objected to me. Oh, this is not scientific. There is no scientific evidence to show that silence helps. So, this this is a typical mindset. Scientific, this is not scientific. If you're scientific, then we will agree. What is it meant by scientific, I never understood exactly. It's the job of the science to look into them. And uh, before the corona thing came, did anyone talk about social distancing? Did anyone talk about washing hands? And uh, did anyone talk about uh, just leaving the dress in the sun? Uh, Did anyone talk about all the things which they are talking now? And this was there very much into the traditional Indian families uh, where they used to um, follow all these things and a lot more. So I will share a number of those things, probably as a sequence and maybe tell some stories on the way. Nothing too serious, uh, but something light. Uh, Thank you for listening. I thought that uh, you all have a lot of time, so let me share a few uh, tidbits. So, thank you. Oh.